What's up, TIW Mafia? JP here, the Irish Whip, running solo dolo tonight. Um, we got a little interview coming up later on with Billy Starks um, that Josh had joined me for. We recorded it a couple of weeks ago. Um, but then some stuff happened, and it, it just got pushed back a little bit because of uh, some time constraints that we had. But listen, um, I'm, so I'm only going to take up about 14, 15 of your minutes tonight. Then we're going to go into that interview. We're going to spin the wheel before the interview. Yes, there's a wheel tonight. Um, we're going to talk about a few things. I, talking solo is so tough sometimes. Uh, so if you guys have things you want to know, let me know in the um just comment in wherever you're watching. Uh, say what's up. Say hello. Keep me entertained. I'd be glad to hear from you. Um, there's been some releases this week from WWE that we saw on our partner uh, partner site, of course, WrestleNewsSource.com, which is the only news source I trust um, these days. There's too many rumors, and um, these guys really go out of their way. I've seen it um, to make sure that they're not posting rumors. That's why we've partnered up with them for so many years. Um, and they're just a great site. Ben is awesome. Um, and it, it, it's literally like wrestling news is so touchy on what's quote unquote news and what's not. Um, but they have it here. I'm going to run through the names really quick. Uh, and then I'll go back through and say who I think will fit where, um, again, strictly my opinion and nothing more. So take it for what it's worth. But Braun Strowman, Alistair Black, Ruby Riot, Lana, Santana Garrett, and Buddy Murphy. Now, there's, everyone's going to say AEW for all of them. I don't think that's the right thing for all of them, honestly. Um, I think Braun Strowman... Uh, for right now, could do a lot better on the independents and probably make some more money than he would on AEW. I don't know that, but I, I think financially, I think that's his bet. Um, because he is an attraction, he's somebody that should work sort of um, a weekend in this area of the States, an area here, an area in England, Europe. Uh, they would love him in probably Japan because of his size. I, I think that's his best bet, but I don't know. Um, again, to each their own. I think, um, uh, honestly, uh, I think Alistair Black, Lana, and Buddy Mur- Santana Garrett and Buddy Murphy, Murphy, whatever you want to call him, will show up in AEW very soon. Um, I could see Ruby Riot going, maybe uh, Impact. I think AEW was right for her, too, though. Um but I, I could see her not going that way. And, um, but what do I know? Uh, let me see. Bobby D what's going on, man. Good to talk to you today, earlier today, yesterday. Uh, Vin, he says, Vin selling for 2 billion to NBC. I heard, I haven't heard any numbers. I did hear NBC and there are talks. Uh, and exactly. Bobby D Lana could go back with her husband, uh, Mero, for those who don't know. Uh, Jason Kelly, Impact would love to have Braun. I think you're talking about Braun Strowman. Uh, I agree with that 100% too. Uh, I just don't know if that's, again, 
the right thing for him, the right fit for him. But they would. I, I mean, Braun Strowman, people have crapped on him. He's great. He's a big man. He's an attraction. Uh, Ring of Honor, I think, would probably um, do some cool stuff with him. And not use him every show. That's the thing. Like, let him go out and work the indies, and then you bring him in when you need him in there. Um, but don't have him on every show, because then that, that kind of um, lessens what he's worth, if you know what I'm saying. You know, if you can see him every time, you're not going to pay to see him when it's, you know, time for those big shows. Uh, because you just saw him in, uh, let's see. We're giving away the figure this week. Uh, I went with another Chase figure. Um, Andrade, uh, Humberto, the Humberto, sorry, uh, Cadido figure. Uh, it's a Chase. It's not the, um, so it is the rear variant. I'm stuttering all over the place, guys. And um, it's, so, you know, this is a cool figure, and there's a lot of names on the wheel, so I'm always happy when that happens like that. Um, you guys know, it's a, all you got to do is follow the directions on our pin tweet every week. You get entered in to win the free fig. Uh, we don't do we We do it most weeks. Uh, we've skipped a couple here and there because of different things. Uh, but, yeah, all you got to do is follow the directions. It's usually just a matter of uh, retweeting it, honestly. And it's the... Um, i going to read to you exactly which figure it is so you all know. It's the Humberto Carrillo Series 115 Chase. Uh, that's the white and blue tights. It's, it's a nice figure. And, uh, somebody's going to get pretty lucky with that one. Joe Salenza. Well, I see Alistair Black. I, I think AEW for him. I think Tommy and AEW. Uh, I forget what his real last name is. Um, I think that's a great fit for him. And uh, I think that could have been all along. Or, I mean, he could go back to Europe and do a, do the tours over there, like ICW and some of those companies, and uh, make his money over there. So, But I think AEW would be a great fit for him. And so, guys, I have coming up the Billy, uh, the Billy Starks interview me and Josh did. Uh, there were some technical hiccups on this. The internet was lagging pretty bad for me and Josh. Uh, so you will see, hear some lag. Uh, there'll be some talking over that was not intentional, and it actually really probably wasn't really happening. It was just lag that bad. Uh, I was able to edit it out for what's going to happen in the post-production tomorrow. Uh, that'll be posted, but no uh, no video with that. We do have the video of her as well. Uh, really cool girl. Um Really, really fun interview. I didn't know a whole lot about her going into it, and I learned a whole lot after. So it's, um, she's a really, really interesting character and, uh, very young. Um, and she's been, been around the, the wrestling business. Like she's been in the ring for quite some time and, She's just about going to, she might've just went to her senior prom actually. So, I mean, that's kind of, when you think about things, that's pretty cool. And, um, she ends up in Canada with Santino Morella. It just has a lot of experience already. Uh, she's wrestled 
uh, Indy Hartwell, um, a lot of the girls that are on TV now have at some point or another made their way through her. So what I am going to do, guys, I'm pulling up a, a song here. I hope this plays. And um, we're going to share the wheel. And we're going to spin. And we're going to find out who the winner is. All right. We're not going to be able to play a song. So I'm going to go to this. We get the wheel song. I was going to play Wins and Losses by my boy Chaos Theory. Uh, Mike Farrell. If you look up um, Mr. Chaos on uh, sound. Uh, on Bandcamp, sorry, he just released a new uh, new sh- mixtape the other day. I uh, highly recommend it. We'll be sharing that. Um, I'll be sharing that after this. Um, the link to that. So, um, kids, deceptively good rapper, and I, I highly recommend his stuff. Um, I called him out at one point for um, <laughs> basically not being that good, and the kid's incredible. And we're going to, I'm just sharing the screen now, guys. Getting ready to so y'all can see this wheel spin. And uh, right after that, we'll go into that Billy Starks interview and we'll be good to go. I'm going to, um, and Let's see. We're going to mix the names up a little here. I saw some names returning. Bobby D, your name is on there. Tommy Flynn, his name is on there. Returning names to the uh, queue. I love it. The old timers are on there. Uh, Nick Haddix, uh, he always reaches out with his boys. And um, some of the other guys, one, one fan Tyson. And Big Joe, who was with me last week, guys, just so you know, he would have been here this week, but his daughter is graduating high school tonight. So that obviously took precedence. And uh, let's see. Let's see who wins. This is Drew, very Drew McIntyre-ish music here. Let's see who we got. Ha! You know what, guys? You know me better than that. You know me better than that. We're going to uh, mix it up a little more. <laughs> but for the for the record, I followed all the rules. I retweeted. I liked it. Uh, and I follow my boys over at WNS Source, uh, Wrestling News Source.
And let's see who we get this time. Oh, Ben, Ben as Bosmith. Uh, another one that's on there pretty regularly. So I love that. Very cool. Let me stop sharing there, guys. You're going to see me, um, you're going to hear me sort of suffering through a little bit looking for something here. Um, There we go. And we're going to get ready for that Billy Starks interview. We're at the, we're 20 minutes in. It's about a 47-minute interview, 47-minute show. Again, there were some technical difficulties, so just bear with those. Joe Salenza saying congrats to Ben Asmith, Ben Boasmith. I, I see the name on there all the time. Uh, that's important to me, guys. Like, I don't care who wins, honestly, if it's someone who posts for the first time or someone who retweets it every week. But obviously, I love seeing the guys who retweet every week. Um, I love seeing those guys win it. And uh, Let's see. And this is going to be the Billy Starks. Brush is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With powerful sonic technology and ultra-gentle bristles, the Brush redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like that feeling you get when you just leave the dentist. A fresh, whole mouth clean every single day. Our listeners get 15% off their total purchase with code POD15. Follow the link in the show notes and enter the code POD15 to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine. What's up, TIW Mafia? Uh, it's a Yeti. I'm here with JP. We got Billy Starks back in the green room. She's literally hanging out, uh, waiting for us. Um, JP, what's up, dude? What's going on, man? I'm, I'm wondering if Billy Starks recognizes anyone in this video. Because I know there's a uh, somebody in a tank in this, but you know, she's uh, yeah, I know. I'm um, but yeah, no, it's gonna be a little interview. Billy Stark is like the, the hottest thing on Twitter right now. I'm telling you, like WrestleMania, WrestleMania weekend, uh, this young lady shines for me. So it's that time. Like it's it's really time to introduce uh, the Irish trip to Billy Stark's friend, don't you think? Like should we just should we just hit it? Yeah. What's cool. up, fam? We're here. We got What's Billy Stark. On? She's hanging out with us. Uh, welcome to the Irish whip. Thanks for having me. Uh, we're no, we're just we're super excited that you took the time. Like I know schedules were here and there, and ours is is kind of tough. But I don't know, know yours is tough. So really, thanks for um, taking the time and hanging out with us. It's cool that you get to take the time. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, my schedule's been crazy lately, and after this, I think I'm done for the day. So I'm super excited and got all my homework done, and I get to hang out with my bunny. I have to clean up after him because he likes to destroy my room when I leave him. 
JP, I see you're now, jumping at the bit, man. I know you've got Give us your questions. social medias. We like to start off with that. Uh, so my social medias is all Billy Starks, B-I-L-L-I-E, and then Starks is S-T-A-R-K-Z, because I try to be fancy. But that's on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Now, I know it's that's your at name, but what's your actual Twitter name? That's the... I think on uh, Twitter that it's like, I think it's Space Yetus right now, unless I changed it, because I changed it a lot. <laughs> no, that's, I love See, it. See, I read Space it as Yeezus. I was wondering if you were like a and, and the space thing is obvious. Yes. <laughs> now, I was watching a few of your matches tonight, and you like to bite people. Uh, yes. That's not legal here on Earth. Oh, (laughs) it's like a thing that I used to do a lot, but I've learned that it's a no-no. So I've like chilled out on it a lot, but it still happens time to time when I feel like it's needed. JP, do you, do you, um, do you. The ref isn't looking, right? When the ref isn't looking, even though sometimes I make the mistake and forget that the ref is shouldn't be looking. <laughs> well, they're blind anyway. Now, you got some stuff coming up in at a time when wrestling isn't very busy. You're actually very busy right now, right? Yeah, my schedule's been crazy, and I'm actually this is like the first month that I've slowed down a lot. Um, more because like I had like real life stuff coming around, like I have finals coming up for school and uh, a lot of testing. And then I'm actually going to a prom, which I'm super excited about. Um, never really planned to, but then I got asked and I was like, why not? It'll be fun. So I took a weekend off of wrestling for that, but I still have shows this weekend. And then I have another tournament coming up, which I'm super excited about. So I feel like you're just peeling the fourth ball back a little. Are you actually still in high school? I am still in high school. Um, a lot of times, like, I'm very open about uh, what I'm doing with my life because uh, this is my life and I have to uh, figure out school and wrestling. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Balance. Because, that's, I mean, I know people, who, like, I'm up in Massachusetts and, like, uh, Kenny Dome signed the day after he graduated, which was also his 18th birthday, or some something right in that line. Uh, like, how does the travel work? Um, the travel. Are you, your parents are just my, okay with it. Yeah, so my parents actually travel with me um, to a lot of my shows. Either my mom or my dad's with me. My dad's a photographer, so he usually is always in the car ride with me. Um, but since like school has been online this year it's made travel a lot easier because I can basically do school from anywhere. That's so I can do my car rides. <laughs> okay. that That's awesome. And that's another aspect that you could bring to the show. Like, Hey, I'm going to bring my father. He's a photographer. So if you want to be, you get some pictures for the show that are professional. Who are you based out of? Like what's your home? Um, so I'm from Louisville, oh, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. So there's a ton of promotions down in that area. Now, do you stay local or do you actually been like to other states? And well, obviously you did Florida. 
Um, yes, I've traveled a lot recently. So I actually don't get to wrestle in my uh, state because of licensing. I can't get a license until I'm 18. Um, but because of, uh, because like my parents are so uh, supportive, they travel a lot with me and they're able to take me to a lot of the shows. So I've been to New Jersey, I've been to Florida, um, Indiana, of course, because that's closest to me. And I've, I've been all over. <laughs> I've traveled with the wrestlers. I've been, you know, someone that jumps in and I'll do security at the show. Like I said, you bring another aspect, um, stuff like that. And um, New Jersey shows, are, New Jersey shows are a little different than uh, the shows up here in Mass. I don't know how it compares to the other places. But just for you to be, like, how long have you been doing this? Because you've been around, it seems like. Um, this year is going on three years. So I've been doing this for three years now. And it's been really, really fun. <laughs> now, who's trained you? Um, I trained at Grindhouse Pro Wrestling, and my original trainer uh, was Ruto Lamada. And uh, now the training is by Shiloh. Um, so he's been doing like more of my recent stuff. But I've also traveled a lot from further training from other people. Um, Trey Miguel has a school um up in Toledo I always say it wrong because people yell at me but I say Toledo um <laughs> I'm I say everything but, wrong so don't worry <laughs> uh I just add in an extra like uh o and a r and they're like why do you do that and I was like it just sounds better <laughs> That's, now at 14 years old who inspired you like who said hey I'm 14 I'm gonna go train to wrestle like who was the, is, was the one person that just inspired you to really go out there and you knew that was what you were going to do? So, like, my introduction to wrestling was from my uh, father uh, who takes pictures. So I just remember, like, memories of us just sitting on the couch and laying down and watching, like, Raw and this stuff. And then uh, NXT really grew my eyes. Um, and that was the time when, like, NXT was with Bailey and Finn Balor and like i just fell in love with yeah. it and then i went to independent shows and i was like oh i can actually do this like this makes sense i think i know i can do this and like i made up in my mind that like oh i want to be a professional wrestler um so like i really didn't think i would have trained so early on like i wouldn't didn't think i was going to be able to train until i was 18 um and it kind of just fell into my lap so I was really, really happy for the opportunity. So you, um, from day one, your parents were all good with it? Like at 14 years uh, old, they were all right with their daughter getting in and thrown around? Yeah, my uh, mom and dad were both super supportive of it. Uh, you said your father is a photographer. Uh, does he shoot wrestling shows? Um, yeah, that's all. And was he, he shooting shoot. wrestling shows before you? Yeah, that's okay. what really got him into photography. So he already Okay, that's it's amazing that you know at such a young age and like you've been like you talk about some of the stuff you've done, you know, the stuff down in Tampa that was all weekend. That was like, <laughs> was there any show you weren't on? Uh, I wasn't on everything. And I was on a lot. But it was probably like all the, the, the most. Now like, you're a regular Black Label Pro, right? I am. They recently haven't been running shows, so um, I've been the. I haven't been up there in a while. Right. 
Now, what what companies have been run? Because I'll tell you, in Boston, like in Massachusetts, the shows are just starting to come back around, and they're very limited into. I, I've seen one company charging fifty dollars for a ticket, like because they can't own, they can only got so many fans in. Yeah, um, it's yeah, it, it's that. It's like um, you're not having trouble finding promotions. It sounds like. I know Space Jesus is all over Twitter. So, do you think that? Do you think the promotional end of social media, uh, like Twitter and Instagram and even like TikTok, do you think being a little bit younger gives you an edge on that? Because you saw it. I think the younger, I don't want to say kids because you're not a kid, but I think the younger people that are around wrestling sort of understand that more than the veterans that have been there for 20 or 30 years. I think that, like, I understand how to market uh, because of my younger generation. I think I know how to connect more with people. Um, and I, my mom helped me out, out a lot with social media uh, because she has, like, a marketing background because of her work. So when I started social media, I was like, I have all these ideas. And then she would turn them into something that would make it more marketable as me as a wrestler because... We say, like, your wrestling persona is a brand. Now, how would you describe your wrestling persona? Well, how would you do uh, Basically, how would you describe yourself? Because you are just your persona, very, right? You're the Jew, that's all. Just very fun and outgoing and reckless. <laughs> okay, we got um, Bobby D in the chat. Bobby's one of our regulars. You know who your favorite wrestler is in WWE? <laughs> In WWE, uh, it was Bailey for the. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was who? It was Bailey for. Like, you said it was who for the longest time? time? Uh, Bailey. I I think actually I think her. I think her stock has actually gone up recently. I just still don't like her as a heel. Um, uh, a pair of glasses, though. Uh, a pair of glasses goes so far. <laughs> and it, it worked. I don't know. I bought it. Um, give me a mail, too. Oh, mail? Could you give me a favorite? Uh, yes. I, I would have to say, like, Kevin Owens. Okay. That's a great choice. That's a, I mean, you talk about a guy that, you know, Spent years being told he couldn't make it, you know, uh, too fat. Too literally, he been told he was too, too fat his whole career, and then he shows up and he's the star and lasted what a couple months in NXT before he was main roster and uh, such. And it still works that um, he's main roster and still sort of works that independent style, which is I think is awesome because I'm I'm independent over the majors all day. <laughs> I just feel like um, the independent style is so creative and it doesn't like trap people in a box, yeah. which like TV style does sometimes, but I feel like it's starting to open up more and more. Yeah. Well, it's different because when you're working for TV, you're a lot stricter on times and um, you have to tell the story a lot quicker where, you guys on the independents can sort of take your time and you don't need to cut a 20 minute promo because you can tell that same story in the ring. Yeah. 
Now, tell me about some of the matches that you've had, because I know you've worked with, like, Shotzi Black, worked with, but against Shotzi Blackheart and a couple of, like, big names already. What's that like? Is it Do you get, like, starstruck when you find out you're going to go with against someone like that? I think it's more that I'm happy for the opportunity and people trust me with it. Like I've gotten to wrestle people like uh, Shotzi Blackheart and many impact women uh, like Deanna Perrazzo. I've got to wrestle Kylie Ray and the list goes on and on. I got to wrestle Jordan Grace and I feel like the opportunity that I've been given to wrestle those people so early on has like progressed my career a lot faster than it would have without them. The cool part about that is they have to watch a match when they're in it. And they, you know, oh, then you, it's easier to, to go to them. I think a lot of people are just shy to do. I think everybody should do if there's a veteran on the show for them to watch your feedback. But um, for you, it's a lot easier because you, you tend to be in the ring with them. Um, yeah. And that's, have you gotten some good feedback from some of the vets that you've been in there with? Um, of course, yeah. A lot of people have given me a lot of advice after our matches and like little stuff that like I wouldn't notice even if I watched the match back myself. Um, just stuff that I can improve on uh, for the time being. Awesome. Yeah, that's that's so key. And, um, you know, I, I tell people all the time, like, if they tell you the match was awesome, that's great. But still pick at them and make them tell you something that was negative about it because you don't learn from the positive you learn from the negative so it's not, not that they're picking on you it's they're going to try to make you better yeah um i spent some time today watching a lot of your matches and i thought i was entertained like i i thought i was going to watch one or two and stop and then i kept digging digging and digging um i was down a nice little rabbit hole on youtube which was really cool because i haven't had that happen to me in a while now, do you have, when you're going to go to watch wrestling, what do you look for? Like, if you were going to go on YouTube uh, right now and you were going to look up a wrestling match to watch, what would you look for? Maybe not a particular I, match, but, like, a person or a movie. I, so I, like, personally look for, uh, like, matches from, like, Europe. I really like progress wrestling, so... Uh, they post a lot of things on YouTube, and I'll watch that. And I also fell in love with Millie McKenzie because of that. So I look at a lot of her matches. Okay. Um, and then I watch a lot of backyard wrestling, even though I know that's bad. But I love the unexpected because unlike regular matches, it doesn't seem as predictable. And I feel like I can right. take you, you- their ideas and make them into my own. Because I feel like they're so creative, they just don't know how to put it in like the correct way. <laughs> right, there's, there's a. You're right. They do do things differently, um, and they think a little outside the box and try to make it look different. Um, but you take someone who's trained, and you can do it a little bit safer, maybe, and and use it to tell a story. So yeah, you're right. Um, and I wouldn't expect that, honestly. That's a um I, I enjoy some backyard stuff. I know Josh loves like the deathmatch stuff. Uh, I know that's not really backyard, but um that's not my style. Like I don't I like 
I like the regular violence, not the super violence, I guess. <laughs> I like when you guys just beat each other up. <laughs> now, no, what about no, MMA? No, Do you no, watch no. a lot of UFC? Uh, That's I, it. No, no, I can't. No. I haven't watched a lot of UFC. I've watched like a lot of clips of UFC, uh, especially uh, when the guy like snapped his leg uh, when he went to go kick the um, his competitor's oh. like leg to take the leg out and it just snapped. I was like, what yeah. just happened? And he even like didn't feel it. Like you can see his reaction when he tried to go step back and just fell. And I was like, yeah, that was the nastiest thing I've it. seen. <laughs> That's happened twice. That's happened twice to the, the guy he kicked. So somebody else did that about 10 years ago. Someone else tried to kick that same guy, and the same thing happened. That guy's leg's going to be made out of steel. Yeah, but no you, one's See, I, feel, I always feel like now, I feel like pro wrestlers can pull a lot out of that, too, because it's that shoot style that you want to look for to make, like, um, that you want to look for to make it look everything look tight, you know. Um, I, I'm the one who tries not to peel back that fourth wall, so I try not to say too too much. But you know what I'm saying. I get where you're um, coming from. That's why I recently started taking like boxing classes, so I can incorporate oh, that okay. into my wrestling. <sighs> Man, so you're going to be a pro wrestler? That knows how to throw real. I'm going to tear up. You're going to be an actual pro wrestler who knows how to throw a punch. <laughs> Too many people don't know how to. That's going to make me tear up. Well, so here's the thing is you're a lot younger. Like I've been around the independent scene, like hanging around uh, for 15, 16 years now. And even when I started, like the old brigade was leaving. And that was the guys who drank the beers. And that was the guys who, you know, did the stuff that you probably shouldn't do before you're going to go in and put someone else's, have someone else's life in your hands, literally. But that they partied a little more. And now this, the generation that came in um, and the generation that's sort of like weeding its way out now a little bit was like more uh, less into that. And they were more like the, like, the nerd generation pretty much came in. It was like cool to be a nerd. And uh, so there wasn't the beer drinking and there wasn't the partying. It was the studying. And and that's like a big difference in the styles, I think. I completely Now, when you travel, you is it just. Know. Yeah. And that's. Is it just you and your parents when you travel? Um, most of the time we'll have wrestlers hop in the car load with us and we'll, uh, have a full car load most of the time. We're like a big wrestling family. I have a lot of like brothers and sisters. <laughs> now I understand that. And I've done a bunch of road trips myself and I, I could not imagine my mother or father being on a single one of them with me. <laughs> um, what do you, um, do you think? When you turn 18 and you can really start doing it a little more on your own, would you keep your parents going with you? I feel like they would still travel with me, um, but I feel like I would start traveling a lot more with my on my own, but still with like some of my friends, uh, just so I have people there with me. Yeah. 
know if you know who Bob Evans is. Uh, he's a veteran up here. He did a, he like managed Mike Bennett in Ring of Honor, but he did a thing a couple of years ago where he would just go live on Facebook and anytime he saw somebody that had a car, uh, an empty seat in a car, he, he would to take that empty seat because you never know what could come out of that. Yeah. I've seen so many you know, people. So if anybody's going anywhere, about you face. Yeah, you show up, you walk up to the promoter, introduce yourself, offer help. And just that alone, the promoters might say, you know what, I don't have a spot for you. I'll make one because you, you know, you've come and did the right thing. I've seen that happen to people. Um, and that's how people get regular spots on shows. I'm sure that's pretty. That's probably how you got a regular spot with Black Label Pro because Black Label Pro is not a, not really a small independent company. They're very well known. I agree with you. Uh, uh, I no. got onto Black Label by coming up to a bunch of shows. Like I came up for the first show. Um, I helped out, and I continued coming and coming and coming. I ended up only like missing two shows before I was even like on a pre-show. And it was because of school stuff. And then I've been at every show since then. <laughs> Nuts. See? Now, I did get a, I got a question in my text mess, text messages here. And I wanted to go through. And it was to ask. I like this. And I think I'm going to start using this question more often. Ask you, and, and this is funny because we kind of talked about this before the podcast, but to ask you something that you think is interesting about yourself that tends to get um, passed over by podcasters. So something that you don't normally get asked on podcasters that you think people would find interesting. Uh, I think just like my love for like animals or like my bunny or just <laughs> as like cheesy as it sounds like i love talking about my uh my pets and karen and she runs like an animal shelter and that's why i'm laughing when you said that um now do you have how, what other pets do you have is it just the bunny I have the bunny and I have two dogs. I have like one dog that is uh, like 19 years old. She'll be like 20 in November. Um, and then I have another one that who's a little mutt that I love. Uh, but she's six now, I believe, six or seven. Now, how do they take to you being gone on the weekends? Oh, my bunny gets real fired up at me. Like, <laughs> he gets very, very angry when I'm gone. Uh, I think the the dogs have gotten really used to just me being gone, but they still just get happy when I come back home. Uh, but, like, my parents, uh, like, usually one of them are here. My brother is there taking care of them. So uh, they just deal with me being gone for a bit. Yeah, that's now... You have a tournament coming up. What about that? Um, I have a tournament coming up. It's for a girl fight. Um, I believe it's in June, if I'm not wrong. Um, and it uh is for the number one contender spot for the girl fight title. 
uh, which Mickey currently holds, Mickey Knuckles. What? I haven't heard that name in a long time. That is, um, that's a huge opportunity. I mean, how many people? I'm sorry, one more time. Uh, how many people are in that tournament? Do you know how many people you have to go? With? How many people are in front of you before you get to Mickey Knuckles in that championship? I'm not completely sure, but I think it's like about four rounds if I go to the finals. Okay. Um, what's What's been your biggest opportunity you feel to date? Like what's gotten you sort of the most exposure and um, just been your biggest opportunity that you've had so far? I think Mania Weekend, just being down in Florida um, and being given the opportunity to wrestle uh, six times for uh, just great companies to just get my name out there was a really, really huge opportunity for me. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody, uh, Bobby D again. In this do you work with the manager at all? I do not, but I've, I think I've had like a match or two where the opponent has had a manager, uh, but I personally don't have one. <laughs> Do you um are you so you you must be comfortable uh, talking and prom, promos and all of that? Um, promos are actually not my strong suit. I've been trying to get better at them. Uh, it's just like one of those things. Like I'm comfortable talking. It's just hard for me to figure out like an idea to go off of sometimes and getting that point across without it being too cheesy. Now, with you being in high school, that fascinates me. Like. Do the other students know about Billy Starks? Uh, yeah, my teachers and like my classmates know about it. I'm very like open. I've even like posted uh, flyers around my school to like wrestling shows that are in the area, and I've had like a lot of people come out and like watch the shows and stuff. <laughs> That's. Like that's incredible, and the kids all the not the kids, the students all accept it. Yeah, everybody's been like really yeah. supportive with it. We had like one incident, and it was like this kid who already didn't like me, so he was trying to make a, a joke out of it. But like in my mind, I really don't care. Uh, this is my life, and this is what I do. Then <laughs> that's what it is. Is you're gonna get that in all aspects, like, and it's. What I like about, like, your generation now is it's all about the positive vibes. Everything is about the good vibes and work the negative stuff out. Um, So the fact that you're able to do that with somebody like that, just whatever, dude. I'm going to go do what I love doing. And probably going to be, you are going to be successful at it. You're successful at it and make a lot of money at it in the long run. Um, Because even on the independence now, you can make some money. Once you create that name, and you're doing so good at that. Like, when Josh told me you were getting you on, I'm like, oh, the girl from Twitter? <laughs> so, like, I knew, you know, like, you you know how to really mouth, and that's the almost as important as anything else. Obviously, you got to know what you're doing and know how, how to hurt people and not hurt people at the same time. And, like, you got that down. It's so good. Like, you have... I don't think you could possibly understand how far ahead of the curve you are at 17, 18 years old to be at the spot you're at. 
Mm-hmm. You have Jimmy's cutoff age used to be 27. Most people start wrestling around between 18 to 20, and they got seven to nine years. You got a good 10 years to go before that cutoff point, if they even keep going by that at that point. And you've already got three years in. Like, that's huge. And not to mention, now you get, like, AEW pen. You know, you got MLW's got a really good TV deal now. There's so much where you're able to get out there and market yourself. Do you have short-term goals? Like, I know you said Europe is, like, your, like, the what you like to watch. Like, is that a goal for you is to go wrestle over there? I would love to go wrestle over there, and I would also love to go to Japan. I actually take uh, Japanese as my language in school because it was an option for me, and I felt like it was one of the things I would actually use. <laughs> yeah. So I'm from Massachusetts, like I said, and um, oh, I'm trying to think of how I could say this. There used to be a guy in Ring of Honor called Warbit. Mm-hmm. Uh, from was when he would go to Japan, they they would assign someone to him that spoke both languages. But as far as picking from the menu, they would literally just point to what had the most protein because it all listed the amount of protein on it. So they know they'd get like the best, the most filling food without having any idea what they were ordering. <laughs> so like if you take and if you can take these and you can just have that but going over there. That's a huge advantage. And we've talked to other people that have gone over and stayed in the dojos. And in the dojos, you have food. And one of the guys was saying they made this lettuce soup they call chonko 24-7. And that's all you had if you ate at the dojo was chonko, which was literally like, I guess, soup with just lettuce in it. <laughs> yeah, I bet that that's not something like that. That they would have because I know they train days on on days. Right. So you can walk down the street, you can go to, you know, whatever restaurant you want, and you'd be able to order food off of the menu because you have the basic understanding of being able to say chicken sandwich or, you know, whatever, whatever it is you wanted. That's huge. And that's an advantage. Believe it or not, like that's going to be a, I think that's something because there's and there's so much opportunity for like women to go out there with the companies like startup and places like that. Uh, I think uh, I don't think you're far off from that, honestly. Character wise, um, style wise, wrestling wise, I don't think you're far off from like a stardom. Like I think that's a very good possibility for you. Have you looked I into so like sending tape? <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like stardom is like one of my goals. I love watching the like tournaments they had. Uh, one of the recently like recent tournaments they had the Cinderella tournament, I believe it's called. I might get get it wrong. Yeah. Uh, I was watching clips from that, and I was really really impressed with the wrestling from there. Have you looked into like making connections out there, or are you? for your birthday for that so i was actually waiting till my uh senior year of high school uh because my japanese class like takes a trip to japan and uh uh 
I like talked to my teacher about it and he was like yeah I think it's fine for like you do some of the stuff but if you wanted to like disappear and go to wrestling shows if that's an opportunity for you you could be doing that you just need to bring a chaperone with you so I was like hey I'm probably gonna bring like my mom or one of my wrestling fans yeah because you could go to those promotions at that point and be like hey listen you could send them the tape before you go out here's a tape of me I'm going to be in Japan. You know, I know you're running a show on this date. I would love to just be on a pre-show or, you know, just come and get a tryout with you guys. And Mm -hmm. they'd be crazy not to say yes to it. I mean, because you're already there. You know what I mean? That is huge. That's a great opportunity. This one's from Bobby D as well. Um, Do you have a favorite move that you use in your matches? And thank you for coming on the show. Bobby D is like one of our biggest supporters. So, um, I think one of like my favorite moves is like Mackenzie in the corner. I do it where like, I bounce my feet off the rope as like a reversal, and it's one of my favorite moves. I just like the rebound from it, and then how high I can get off of that. It'd be that or the swanton. I watched one today where you did the you did the kick up off of the ropes and it didn't work out in your favor. But though, <laughs> I forget uh, what match I, it was, but they I, caught I, you. Like, she, <laughs> um, but she, it was um, I don't think it was Shotzi Blackheart. It was another one of the the um the veterans that you had wrestled. Uh, she I think done it, was, it in a way I, I hadn't seen before. Like she actually, yes. And that was like such a cool little spot, like because I hadn't seen it done like that before. And yeah, you you get up. Um, what's the worst? Do you, do you still train? Like, do you still go to class? Uh, yeah, I train uh, usually two times a week, and sometimes one if like my body's kind of sore. I want two parts of training. I want your favorite part, and I want to hear you, like the part you don't like the most. And then I want to hear why you work harder on the part you don't like the most. <laughs> I think like my favorite part is probably like the like freestyle bit where like I get to work on like whatever I want to work on. Um, and I think do 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 do. My probably like the worst part of training is uh, just like the bump warm-up drills like I just am like oh, I don't want to bump it's too early <laughs> uh like I love the roll drills and like the workouts and conditioning before everything but since we have like newer people learning how to bump uh I have to be sometimes like the shower of like okay and I have to do it and I'm like I don't want to fall <laughs> now because of that and that this is the reason I wear the question like that you get the Better at that, a little bit better because of that. Just because you want to get through it that much quicker. Am I right on that? Yeah, you're right. Uh, do you have anything else that did we miss? Anything? I think we got everything. I believe. Do you, let's put your social medias out there one more time. Uh, all the social medias, uh, um, Billy Stark. Now, do you do uh, like we're new? Like we're barely on Instagram. Uh, you know, Facebook is still new to us. We, you know, we're on my, our MySpace is huge. Our MySpace pop. Mm-hmm. Um, our Twitter is okay. Our Twitter is actually pretty good. Do you do TikTok? Do you use that to promote yourself yet? 
I do not use TikTok yet. I've thought about it. I really like TikTok as a platform for like my own entertainment. Um, I would just like, I don't know what I would post on mine and I kind of want it to be wrestling theme, but then I also want it to be kind of just fun for me. Doing the little dances. You do it. Seems little like dance. it, it just seems like, oh, like TikTok is like, I'll look at TikTok and say, geez, I don't get it. I'm old. I'm 46. <laughs> I'll be 47 in a month. Um, but it's so easy for those kids that haven't been celebrities and haven't been anything for a long time to make a lot of money on there just by getting followers. So it seems like that'd be another way of monetizing like the wrestling career, if you could. Uh, I don't yeah, know what the wrestling fun on TikTok that you can make money off videos for uh, viewership. That's we didn't have things like that when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> and it, it's cool that your generation is free how to do it and how to monetize it. Um, so, it's, so where are you? You tick your um, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, I assume. Uh, yes, that's all of my social media. With Billy Stacks. Uh, guys, uh, check her out. Like, I honestly, like, I fell into a, a couple hour long rabbit hole today of Billy Starks on uh, YouTube, and it's, um, I didn't really, honestly, I didn't think you were that young. When you said you were going to a prom, I'm like, that's going to look awkward. Because I thought you were, I thought you were what you are. Um, that's incredible to me, and that threw me off. Um, you got a long way ahead of you, Billy, and just keep your head up. Don't let anything get to you, and just the goals. Like set small, set goals that you know are attainable, and then chase those. And once you get that goal, set another goal. Have the next goal in mind. Um, we've had the opportunity of watching a lot of people come up like August Gray, um, when he was just, uh, he was 12 years old when he started coming around to shows around here and doing stuff and helping out. So you're not far off. Like you're there. Um, and like I said, you got a, you have a short, uh, you got a short journey ahead of you and a long time to get there. I'm looking forward to watching this. And when we, can fix my internet connection and Montana's internet connection. I want to have you back on and do this real, if that's okay. I'm completely fine with that. Thank you, Billy. I appreciate you guys. We'll be uh, we'll be live on Thursday as well. Um, we'll see you then. Thank you. Thank you.